zero. All engines running. Commit. Liftoff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to SWAT Radio. I'm David Gray, along with my good friend Brad Sykes, and we are happy that you are with us here on Friday, April 21st, as we are live from Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, Brad, another another week has flown by as we. Uh, and you mentioned we're kind of casual here in the studio today on Friday. I guess it's casual Friday. Here. It is casual Friday. Smart Although I'm, I'm used to walking in here on Friday and seeing you in a golf shirt and shorts. <laughs> so uh, it looks that like doesn't mean I'm playing. It looks like you've been to the gym or something no, today. No. Well, you know, it's I got you three times this week. I mean, that's pretty. It's a pretty special deal, man. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'm, finally, the week's <laughs> over. <laughs> hey, by the way, if. If uh, if you didn't catch yesterday's um, interview with Rick Rigsby, you know I I, uh, I don't typically come in on Thursday, but Rick is a longtime friend and a guy who has been on SWAT a number of times, and I you know I never know you know in those guest meetings if I'm going to get a word in. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Just to hear Rick, he is so funny. <clears throat> And, uh, you know, I know we, you and I were just talking about it before we came on the air. There's so much going on in the world today. And, uh, and he really spoke to a lot of things and he mm. does it in a way that's, I don't know, I hate to say he can get away with it. I can't, or you can't, but, uh, Rick gets away with it. Yeah. And, uh, and it was just so mm. refreshing. I mean, he's one of those voices who speaks into the culture uh, in a way that you know it's uh, not everybody can do that mm. and uh, uh, anyway that's all I'll say if you didn't listen to it go go download the podcast go listen to it uh, Rick Rigsby Doug McCary and myself just uh, bannered back and forth and had a good old time so funny story a little backstory with Rick <clears throat> when 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 Doug and I first got to know Rick was I think around 2009 we were doing the men at the cross conferences and we were having our first conference here in jacksonville downtown at first baptist church they were the sponsoring church and so uh, when rick came in um we thought hey you know why don't we go grab lunch and uh and if you know rick uh the boy can eat <clears throat> and uh he's a former man he's got quite a resume uh in fact coached football at texas a&m uh he's been a professor he's got his masters and i don't know what he's got his phd and something anyway br- brilliant guy and so uh anyway i think doug and rick and myself may have been one other guy all went to uh, jenkins barbecue downtown and if you haven't been to jenkins barbecue downtown that's a new experience in jacksonville mm-hmm. and so uh anyway we t- we took rick there and, and the guy who's on the grill back there is grilling up some bologna wow well, that's all it took for Rick. I mean, it was it was game on, and I mean, we we laughed an entire weekend with Rick, and never forget it. And he doesn't forget it either. So, well, you don't hear much about bologna anymore. I grew up on bologna and cheese sandwiches. I don't know about you, but we had them all the time. Yeah, you just put them in your cast iron skillet, and you didn't put you didn't have to put any butter or margarine or anything in there because there's enough fat. Yeah. in the bologna. Right. Well, we would have them. Just right out of the, my mother would make bologna and cheese sandwiches right out of the case. You know, oh, she not, didn't even not, cook it. Yeah, not cook yeah, it. Not okay. fry it up. Although <laughs> we would do that sometimes too. But yeah, bologna. you know, like you know, bologna's not bad enough for you already. Let's go ahead and fry that yes, baby up. That's right. That's it's, right. It's like the new, the new, uh, the new uh, uh, fair food. 
That's is right. uh, deep fried butter. Yes. <laughs> oh, they deep fry everything. Have you had that? Fair. No, I have not had that. I have not stooped to that point yet. But uh, I don't. Know, I'm not sure I would like fried butter. I mean, I like a lot of fried stuff, but I'm not sure I'd like fried butter. I, you know, full full disclosure, I've never had it. Um, a funnel cake's pretty hard to beat, though. Yes, absolutely. you know, I got to say, it's fried, fried with a little little powdered sugar. Yeah, on. In the Northeast, we call it. It's just called fried dough. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, same thing, same thing. Well, yeah. I actually had lunch today with my good friend Jeff Dalrymple. Jeff, have you met? I don't know if you've met Jeff. Jeff is one of my is my co-founder of the Northeast Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce. He's also the founder of ECAP. Anyway, Jeff is just a just a dear brother, great friend of mine, and uh, we had lunch today, and we were eating at a restaurant. You've probably eaten there, uh, Ida Claire down. It's in the town center. I have not eaten, and it's you know you remember that saying, Ida Claire. Yeah, sure. Anyway, it's I with a D, and then Claire. So anyway, very southern kind of mm-hmm, food, and mm-hmm. I've eaten there one time with him. And uh, anyway, he says, "Man, if you you ever had this Monte Cristo?" And I said, "Well, I love Monte Cristos. You know, it's just it's like a deep fried waffle or a deep fried right, French toast right, with uh, right, ham yeah, on it." Yeah, boy, we we have stooped to a whole new level, haven't we? <laughs> I hope Doug's not listening. <laughs> yeah, I know it. I know. Uh, well, anyway, Doug Doug tripped in here on on Wednesday when you and I were in studio and. It was great. Uh, we haven't had three people in the studio in a while. No, but, that uh, was, yeah, that was fun. <clears throat> that was fun. Well, we've got, uh, we, we are going to jump into the, the the text that we've been working through this week. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. As we often talk about, you know, passages that you've been through before, but you go back through them with somebody mm-hmm. else, and there's just so much new stuff there. Yeah. But I know there's a lot going on in the world. It, well, yeah. And, and, Where do you start? I, you know? I know. I know. Well, there's all kinds of things. Just just on a just on a shocking level a little bit. Did you happen to see the video of the is I think it was a high school wrestling match and and the match was over I did and see one that. kid won and they go to shake hands as in tradition and the kid pretend the loser pretends like he's going to shake hands and just hauls off and sucker punches the kid and shocking I guess that I guess that that boy got charged with assault. Well, so, when I he, saw it, and I, I didn't dig into it like a lot of stories like that. I just, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I need to dig into them so that I don't get so angry. But I watched that, and I, and here's what I heard, David, that the kid was suspended. Yes. Listen, had you done that in high school, you'd have been expelled. Yeah. Or, or, you know. Yep. Been arrested. So, are you telling me this kid was? He was charged with assault. Yeah, he's been charged. He should so, be. Yeah, absolutely. He absolutely should be. I, I'm, I'm surprised that the kid who was punched didn't get hurt worse because he goes down in a heap. Oh yeah. And again, I'm not to pick on that issue, but I'm, it's just it's just indicative of mm-hmm. what we're seeing all the time now. It just seems like it's constant. And you know, you mentioned the passage we've been looking at this week, and 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 one of the one of the things that we're talking about throughout this and of course this is true of any book of the bible that we're going to study but just this idea that that paul is proclaiming truth right mm-hmm. and, and 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 truth as always is under attack and it seems like it's just under attack in a way that is at new heights in in my lifetime certainly right and you and i have talked about that and and you know the end of this passage that we're looking at into the beginning of chapter 26 ends with you know, that, that, that Paul's been sent by God to open the eyes of people so that they may turn from darkness to light 
And th- those are metaphors from, mm-hmm. from lies to truth, right? right? From right. The, from the lies of Satan to truth. And, you know, one of the things we've talked about a lot, it seems like lately, is um, this idea of Christians, when they speak truth, are are labeled as hateful, right? And, and, and of course, if we are acting as we should, uh, following after Christ, we, we're not to be hateful. We're to speak the truth in love. And uh, I, I I ran across this story, and I and, and you know we've talked a lot about a lot of, so much in the news about the transgender issue, and I ran across this story of a fifth grade teacher appearing on of all things the Dr. Phil show, and he was arguing for the truth with respect to gender, and he was in of course arguments with people in the audience, and I just I read the dialogue that he had, and I'm not going to read all of this, but he had some dialogue in this. And, and I don't even know if this teacher is a believer, but he's arguing for the truth. And I, mm-hmm. when I read things like this and in, in an argument that this guy made so well and the language that he used was so good, I thought this was applicable to the way, you know, what we've been talking about and maybe indicative of the way that, that, that we can respond or, or we can incorporate this. But there, he's, he's arguing that there are only two genders and that that's a fact it's not an opinion or anything like that. It's biology. It's a fact. And he argued that women can't become men. And, and one of his quotes is, they're not men. They're women dressed as men. You are not a man. You can pretend to be a man, and that's okay. That's perfectly fine. Live your life. And then later on, he gets asked why he didn't think it was rude to deny somebody that identifies a certain way or deny their gender. And he said, why do I feel that it's right to tell them the truth? And then the person arguing with him said, but it's not the truth. And then this teacher said, the people who hate the truth object to it because they see the truth as hateful. If you want to identify in any way, you can. You're free to do so. But that does not mean that the rest of us have to join that illusion. Mm. And I thought, man, that is so well said. Yeah. And well, I, and the other thing, and, and I'll, I don't want to interrupt you, but what's interesting is if we confront that uh, falsehood, we're it's deemed hateful. Mm-hmm. But aren't they being hateful toward us? Yeah, it, it seems to be only a one-way street in this well, scenario. The, and, I, and I'll finish with this: the the rest of this little conversation kind of speaks to that. It says, a visibly upset member of the audience asked, if a transgender person is not harming you or the people you love, why do you care so much? And this teacher replied, because you want us to care. And the transgender activist said, no, I don't want you to care. I want you to be quiet. I want you to stop being hateful. To which the teacher replied, I disagree with you, and so you call it hate. But there's no hate in my heart at all. And so he's making the point that we've made many times that a disagreement or not validating a position that we know is untrue is hateful. And to your point, then the response for us not validating a lie mm-hmm. is to be hated yeah. and is to yeah. be labeled yeah. as hated, yeah. as haters. So I just I just thought that what he said there in that in that give and take was so good. And, he, and it sounds like he was able to keep his calm also and, and, and say, look, you can, you can do what you want. Mm-hmm. You can pretend, but don't make me and others join 
that illusion. Yeah. And I thought that was so good. It is so good. And when we, we're going to take a break here in a minute. I, I want to come back and I want to read something. Um, and in fact, I've often shared, well, not often, every once in a while, I'll share something. My, my wife is a writer and so she writes on issues like this. And uh, I want to read what she wrote this week. And, um, but what was interesting, David, is Rick addressed this yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I talked, I taught this week at SWAT, but we've seen throughout Paul's journey um, in the last several weeks, in fact, months, uh, we've seen that when Paul enters a city, where does he go first? He goes to the temple, he goes to the synagogue. And it says, if you go look throughout Acts, one of the first things it says he does is he reasons with mm-hmm. people. Right. Reason has gone out the door. Yeah. You know, it's like, listen, we should be able to agree to disagree. You know, there may be things you you agree with and I disagree with. That's not going to, uh, you know, we should be able to reason with each yeah. other. Yeah. And, you know, in, in this culture today, and, you know, it, we can go way back. We, we can talk about AI and talk about all the, the struggles of just not picking up a newspaper, not picking up a book to read. Nobody has the facts. Uh, most of us are just regurgitating what we've heard somebody else mm-hmm. say. Right. Do your homework. Right. And so when we come back, I want to read this. Yeah, and, uh, that'd be great. We'll tie I, I, mean, in I know with what you've read some about. things that Vicki has written before, and they're always really good. They're very so, deep. <laughs> yeah. We are going to take a break here on SWAT Radio. Give us a call at 844-777-7928. If you have a question or a comment, we're glad you're with us here on Friday, and we will be right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group. You know Brad Sykes as co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife Vicki are real estate agents in Northeast Florida. They are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards. 904-580-7255. That's 904-480-7255. And online at guardiangroupjacks.com. That's guardiangroupjacks.com. The Guardian Group. Happy to bring you SWAT Radio on the truth. And now, Stand on the Word with Tony Perkins. Our word for today comes from Isaiah 33, verse 22. For the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our lawgiver, the Lord is our king. He will save us. In this prophetic word from Isaiah, looking toward the millennial reign of Jesus Christ, we see something very familiar. Three branches of government provided a model for our Bible literate and inspired founders. But unlike our government, where the three branches are divided to provide checks and balances or accountability, 
Jesus will be the judge. He'll be the lawgiver and the king. The Lord will provide perfect government. This is what a theocracy looks like. It is a government that is to come, not through an election, but through the return of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, who will reign as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Until that day arrives, we would do well to fill the three branches of government in our country with those who know Jesus, fear God, and do their very best to follow him. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. The Florida-Georgia Truth Network. Palm Coast listens at 91.9. Welcome back to SWAT Radio, everyone. David Gray and Brad Sykes here in the studio on Friday, April 21st. And we are glad you're with us. We have been... Uh, talking in the first segment about as we always do about some things going on in the culture and and tr- the truth <laughs> versus the lies that are out there and brad i know you said uh, you had something that you wanted to to read that your wife had written well i was thinking about the fact that you know swat stands for spiritual warriors advancing truth mm, right. and it's not my truth it's not right. your truth right truth comes from outside of us is like we're going to look at that next week is it it's not mine or yours or Doug's or anybody else's. Truth is truth. It comes from God. It originates from God. Yeah. We can go to his word. We can clarify that. And, uh, you know, when you start deviating off of that, you're going to get into the weeds. Mm-hmm. We're in the weeds big time in our culture today. And, I mean, I, I know you were just sharing about a story about last night and, you know, the fact that we live in a fallen world yeah. <clears throat> and that things happen. Yeah. And uh, But that doesn't mean we aren't to confront error. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. <Yeah. clears throat> we have to confront error. Yeah. I asked this question. In fact, uh, my wife posted this. She said a person I care deeply about, that being me, asked me this question the other day. Where, where are all the women standing up for women and children? Why isn't there a louder voice? When faced with that question, I had to do a deep dive into the motivations behind my own silence. Am I operating out of a fear of man? Am I afraid that I will be labeled hateful? Am I fearful of cancellation and losing my voice? The honest answer when I looked deep inside was yes. Yes, I was afraid. Then I wondered if I was alone or if many of us feel a little like middle schoolers just hoping that if we keep our heads down, the bully won't notice us. Hard stop. The scripture tells me, for for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ, Galatians 1.10. Have I been trying to please man? 
Not sure about that one yet, but this I do know. I have certainly been trying to avoid his ire. I hope that if you too have been feeling this way, you will find encouragement here. So here we go. My position on transgenderism is not motivated by hate. It is motivated by love. Love for and a desire to protect women and children, all of them, including the ones who are struggling. Yes. So when I say things like I don't believe that boys who believe themselves to be girls ought to be ought to compete on the same playing field as girls, it isn't because I hate the ones struggling with their identity. It is because I don't know anyone who would put their 14-year-old daughter in a boxing ring with someone else's 14-year-old son. I desperately want to protect that girl. Don't you? And when I say that, I think allowing children to make life and body-altering decisions based on how they feel or what they perceive is dangerous, it comes from a desire to protect, not a desire to harm. As a teenager, if I had been allowed to follow my feelings, I would be dead. Mm. This is my wife. Mm -hmm. Literally, every morning when I woke up and looked in the mirror, I saw a person who was extremely overweight. So I starved myself and still saw and felt things that were not real. I weighed 84 pounds. Mm. 84. I'm five foot six. The truth is, feelings do not always align with reality. Loving adults made sure I got the help I needed to align my feelings with what was true. Was it hard? Very. So from my perspective, allowing people, especially children, to make life-altering decisions without some serious discussion and counseling about how and why they feel the way they do seems to me, seems, yeah, seems to, me to be a, a dereliction of duty. And because of that, I question that removal of parents from these life-changing discussions. If we are truly concerned about the emotional health of our children, then counseling them together with their parents should be a long-term win for everyone. Excluding them, excluding them may alleviate some of the stresses that child that child feels uh, feels initially, but hiding always hurts. Mm. Always, mm. as a former struggler, and yes, I realize my struggle was different. Someone will undoubtedly make that an issue. If you struggle, I feel for you. I want you to feel whole. I do not hate you. Struggle is part of the human condition. It just may be that where you think your freedom and identity are found and where I think they are found is different. We should be able to have these discussions without fear of harming, without fear of harm to either side. So I'll end with this. If you struggle, you were fearfully and wonderfully made in the depths of your mother's womb. You are not an accident. You are not a mistake. Your life has value. Your life has dignity. The creator of the universe stamped his image on you. Mm. Don't destroy it. Wow. So well written. Yeah. It's, how, it's how so much you, in how there. How did you get Vicky to marry you? Yeah. It, it was, <laughs> I, you know, I'm still in sales. Uh, yeah. That is so well written. Yeah, it really, really is. Really well written. Uh, yeah, very well written. And um, it's too bad every kid in America couldn't read that. You know, uh, that's, that's really well written. And uh, Well, when you think about it, it's it's an it's it's delusional yeah. it really is i mean it, it's i i had yeah, i had jacob my son on last friday we got to talking about the shooting in nashville mm. you know think about this five years ago 10 years ago i'll just say five years ago almost everybody would agree that if somebody walks into a school an elementary school and shoots it up you you immediately go 
that person's insane. Mm-hmm. That person has gone mad. Mm-hmm. Today, who's getting blamed for that shooting? Yeah, yeah. It's it's awful, yeah. and it's interesting because on that day that it happened, and the reason mm-hmm. I mentioned Jacob because that's Jacob's home church, right? You know, is is he knew he told me that day that the thing that makes me most mad is that in about two weeks this will be old news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, not that this is the most important part of what Vicky wrote, but. Just from a practical standpoint, the idea again, the, what she wrote: Would you put your what parent would put their fourteen-year-old daughter in a in a boxing ring with a male? And I just read a story right before we came on about a volleyball, a, a girls' volleyball game, young girls, young high school girls, and a girl got a concussion, taking a spike to the face from a transgender player playing on the other team. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, couldn't happen from a girl spiking it, I suppose, but are the are the likely is the are the odds of that happening if mm-hmm. a male is playing with females higher? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But have you ever thought about this? Why aren't girls trying to get in onto boys' sports mm-hmm. right. teams? And occasionally it happens and very it's very rare. But in it right, it's very rare. And when it does happen, it's almost cause for celebration. Like if a girl is a kicker a on kicker, a, a right. high school football team or I've read about a girl pitching in, in boys' baseball. I mean, those are very rare, but and they're great stories, mm-hmm. right? And it's a completely different agenda. It's a completely different agenda. Yeah. Um, this is this is a different, as we know, a, yeah. a, a, a different agenda. Well, it's and, like Riley Gaines, who, and I'm, I'm, and I, I don't know Riley. Admire uh, what she's doing very much. Totally. You know, and but as a dad who who raised three girls all were, all were swimmers mm-hmm. and two of them were high high level swimmers yeah. that would have swam the same level that that Riley Gaines swam yeah. can you imagine your daughter going into a locker room and having to strip naked in front of a, a man yeah. it's unbelievable that yeah. this is being that this is allowed yeah. there's a story out there about that very thing right now happening in a Wisconsin high school four freshman girls in a girls' locker room, uh, and I'm, you know, sorry, I'm not going to get graphic, of course, but four four freshman girls in a girls' locker room taking a swimming unit as part of their physical education class, and an 18 year old, quote, transgender woman, a man, walked into the locker room and walked into the shower, yeah, undressed, unbelievable, and, and so there's a. Fortunately, the parents have responded, and it's become publicized, and there is a suit. A lawsuit going on, and as it should be. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you know when you talk about when you read what Vicky wrote and talk about Riley Gaines and the things that are happening, I think it's astonishing that all these people that supposedly have fought to protect women's sports and for the rights of women to have fair competition and the whole Title IX thing and everything all these years are now abandoning that seemingly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and pushing for. Men to be able to play in, in women's sports. It's it's baffling. Yeah. And, and and again, just to come back to what Vicky said also and to what this gentleman in the story, the teacher we talked about in the story earlier, I, I, I just, if there's any one message we want to leave is, as believers, we don't hate people. I'm not saying I'm perfect and I don't have feelings sometimes of anger and maybe even hate, but... But that's my own flawed character. Right. That's not the spirit in me. And I don't hate anyone. I want people to know the truth because of what God's done for me. Yeah. Right. I 
was the slimiest thing in the bottom of the barrel mm -hmm. that God pulled out and changed me. And if it wasn't for what he did, I would be worse off than anybody. Yeah. The chief of sinners, mm -hmm. as Paul says. Mm -hmm. And so what we're talking about is what we want people to experience what God's done in our lives and experience being part of the family yeah. of God, which yeah. only happens by faith in Jesus. And that's what that's what we want for them. Absolutely. Just like as we'll look at, that's what Paul wants for the people he's speaking to. That's right. Is that our mindset? Are we going into these situations, what I call opportunities, with the mindset, I want them to have what I have, yeah. except yeah. without change, right. like Paul says. That's right. We're going to take a break for the news at the bottom of the hour, another fast segment, and we will be right back on SWAT Radio. The late theologian Francis Schaeffer had a short saying that helped him on a daily basis. In this fallen world, if one will accept only perfection or nothing, one always gets the nothing. My immediate thought goes to relationships with people. When we expect other people to be perfect, we run the risk of driving those people away, and we are left with nothing. Since we are not perfect, and others accept us, shouldn't we do the same? The Apostle Paul exhorted his readers to be kind and affectionate, forgiving one another. Now that's a sure way to keep people close by. This is David Jeremiah, encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's patience with imperfection on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com. Start your journey home today. Expect a few delays because of a crash on I-95 southbound at Gulf Air Boulevard. Also, there's a broken down vehicle on I-10 westbound at Lenox Avenue blocking the center lane. And there's a disabled vehicle on the West Beltway, 295 southbound at the ramp to Old St. Augustine Road. Mostly cloudy tonight, low 67. Saturday, mostly sunny with a chance of storms, high 88. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. I pull, go back and forth, finding myself Pounding on a locked door I try to make it out alone without your help But I know I never win this war I can never be, never be free without you I can never be, never be me without you Welcome back to SWAT Radio, everyone. David Gray and Brad Sykes has, has often... Uh, it is us here on Fridays. That wasn't worded too well. That reminded me of my father saying, what school you went? <laughs> I didn't kind of get the words out there too, too well. Steve Martin in one of his one-liners and his bits years ago on one of his 70s routines said, you know, what a master of the English language he is. And he right. loves the English language. And he goes, you know, uh, some people have a way with words and other people, oh, uh, uh, not have way, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my father-in-law used to say you're a really good speaker or, or you're a really good speecher speecher yeah. i like that one too yeah well steve martin and my brother that was our entertainment we we memorized his uh comedy albums so anyway <laughs> anyway well brad you want to talk a little bit about just to remind people yeah. what we do uh trying to do here on fridays i was gonna say we sometimes <laughs> these uh these first <clears throat> few uh uh segments uh, the, usually first segments just 
what's going on in the world sometimes that does carry over into segment two and then hopefully we can put a nip it in the bud as they say so we're nipping it in the bud uh fridays as most of you guys know if you've tuned in the swat for a while uh it, it's really kind of our wrap-up of the week it's uh doug has been teaching monday tuesday and wednesday and if you you know if you're coming in on fridays first time you've heard us it's okay. I mean, if you didn't catch Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we pretty much cover the whole uh, passage of Scripture, but we really do it in a format that would be uh, duplicatable, that you could actually do this with your son or with a, a coworker or, or your wife or whatever whatever that might be. And so, uh, But we also want to encourage you, go to SWATradio.com or download the SWAT Radio app or get the SWAT Radio podcast. You can go back and listen to Doug's teaching Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday which is Acts 26, 1 through 18. Of course, I said Doug's teaching on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. He was out Monday. He was, let's see, was that right? Yeah. yeah. He yeah, was well, out he, Monday. He, he was, sat in the last 15 minutes of Wednesday, but. Yes, he, he, he was, was out of town, but. Yeah. 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 So anyway, we're going to, uh, so Fridays is really, David and I get in here and we're, we're going to read through the passage that we looked at this week. We're going to ask three, possibly four questions. Number one, when you read through that passage, what jumps out at you? Is there something in particular that just kind of catches your attention? Listen, I firmly believe as we read through Scripture, there's going to be something in God's Word that kind of jumps out at you. Secondly, what is that? What does it say about God? What does this say about God? What does it say about man? Mm. And then finally is how does this change the way you live today? Mm. Ultimately, as James said, we're not merely to be hearers of the Word. We're to be doers of it. God gave us his word so that we would be transformed. Uh, Jesus said, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth, John 17, 17. So we go to God's word, we go to the truth, and we allow that to shape our thinking. And so that's what we're going to do. Glad you've tuned in. Hope you'll get something out of this. And again, a lot of this is just like, I want to show you it's you don't need a seminary degree to do that. You don't need to be a Bible scholar. You do need to be in the Word. You need to be praying about it, and uh, and then you know yep. go go duplicate it. Go yep. go do what what Jesus told us to go do. Go make disciples. Well, let me read Acts twenty six one to eighteen, um, and here we go. So Agrippa said to Paul, "You have permission to speak for yourself." Then Paul stretched out his hand and made his defense. I consider myself fortunate that it is before you, King Agrippa, I am going to make my defense today against all the accusations of the Jews, especially because you are familiar with all the customs and controversies of the Jews. Therefore, I beg you to listen to me patiently. My manner of life from my youth spent from the beginning among my own nation and in Jerusalem is known by all the Jews. They have known for a long time, if they are willing to testify, that according to the strictest party of our religion, I have lived as a Pharisee. And now I stand here on trial because of my hope and the promise made by God to our fathers, to which our 12 tribes hope to attain as they earnestly worship night and day. And for this hope, I am accused by Jews, O King. Why is it thought incredible by any of you that God raises the dead? I myself was convinced that I ought to do many things in opposing the name of Jesus of Nazareth, and I did so in Jerusalem. I not only locked up many of the saints in prison after receiving authority from the chief priests, but when they were put to death, I cast my vote against them. And I punished them often in all the synagogues and tried to make them blaspheme. And in raging fury against them, 
I persecuted them even to foreign cities. In this connection, I journeyed to Damascus with the authority and commission of the chief priests. At midday, O king, I saw on the way a light from heaven brighter than the sun that shone around me and those who journeyed with me. And we had all, and when we had all fallen to the ground, I heard a voice saying to me in the Hebrew language, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. And I said, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But rise and stand upon your feet, for I have appointed, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you as a servant and witness to the things in which you have seen me, and to those things in which I will appear to you, delivering you from your people and from the Gentiles, to whom I am sending you, to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. May God bless the reading of his word. I know you covered a lot of ground there. Uh, that's why I say it's always easy. There's something in there that kind of stands out. And uh, I'll start with you. What? What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So let me let me let me real quick before you you, you speak. I want to kind of highlight the the three points that Doug pulled out of this. You you teach from time to time. The Thursday morning SWAT Bible study I taught yesterday. Doug shared his notes with me in my teaching. So it's always good to, but it's good to see Doug's notes. What is he getting out of this? And and specifically, three things that he he pulls out of this text is number one that God shows us how darkness perverts His truth. And of course, you and I in our first segment here, we're talking about this: the darkness that perverts the truth. The other thing is that God shows us how darkness persecutes His people. Okay first segment <laughs> look at how darkness persecutes god's people mm-hmm. and then finally as we discussed on wednesday is that god calls um god shows us how his people bring light to the darkness mm-hmm. and and that is our our if you will kind of a job description yep that hey, hey here's what i want you to do paul i want you to take the light of the gospel and take it into those dark places yeah, the of mission, this the world. mission statement. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, that's those were the three main yeah. points of this week. But so oftentimes the reason we do this is, is there something else besides what that yeah, brings Yeah, well, up? you're right. There's so much in this passage. And I, and I always jot down a few things that stood out to me. But if I had to pick one, I think it's in verses 6 through 8 where Paul says he's standing on trial because of the hope God made to the fathers of the Jewish nation, to which our 12 tribes hope to attain as they earnestly worship day and night. And for this hope I'm accused. And then he says, why is it thought incredible by any of you that God raises the dead? And I guess that what stands out to me is the way darkness, you know, persecutes or perverts the truth that Paul is talking about, look, these promises God has made have been made now for centuries and we've all, the 12 tribes going back to the fathers, have had the promises. And yet the majority, obviously some believe, but the majority don't recognize that they've been fulfilled in Jesus. And Paul is saying, that's what, what God promised hmm. a Messiah who would deliver us and who would make us part of his kingdom forever. And yet... 
That's the greatest yeah. news Exactly, there is. and yet here it is, and you don't see it. Here it is, and you don't understand it. Why do you think it's incredible that Jesus rose from the dead and that he promises resurrection to those who have faith in him? This is what this is what God's promise since Abraham right. has been. Hmm. So I don't know. that that Even though that we know that that's true, that there's a lot of people that don't believe, I, I thought the way Paul frames it there really stands out to me. Uh, and it's true so today. Yeah. It's true today. Yeah, you're right. And, and as you said, uh, I'm, I stand here on trial, <laughs> not because I've done anything wrong, but because I'm declaring uh, I, I, I am uh, because of my hope in the promise made by God to our fathers. Mm. You know what stand, stood out to me? Well, I mean, that that right there, you just robbed what I, not that I was going to say anything. We're going to take <laughs> a break. about that. No, it, it wasn't. Uh, we're going to take a break here in just a minute. You know what stands out to me is verse 4, excuse me, the end of verse 3. Um, it says, therefore, so in light of all this stuff that's come before, he says, therefore, I beg you. He's speaking to King Agrippa. Uh, if you go back and you look back in Luke, you look at these things where Jesus said, you're going to stand before governors and kings. Paul been sitting in a stenchy, nasty cell for two years. He's ushered into this you know, arena where Agrippa, Bernice, Festus, they're all dressed in their royal garb, and Paul is sitting there probably got a little stench on him and he says therefore i beg you to listen to me patiently but in light of what we were talking about earlier yeah how important is it that we kind of approach a, a discussion like that yeah yeah and that paul had the opportunity again to make his case exactly it's, it's, god's giving him all these opportunities to, to proclaim the gospel yep. yep we are going to take our last break of the day here on swat radio our last break of the week glad you're with us Come on back, and we will finish up this uh, passage in Acts after the break. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. Conservative Theological University has been training God's servants since 1982. Call 1-800-GO-BIBLE for your interview today. Please leave your contact info for the admission staff to reach out to you. Courses can be taken on campus, online, or distant personalized education. Partial scholarships are available. Call 1-800-GO-BIBLE and leave your contact info today for Conservative Theological University. Joshua 1.9 states, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Highway to Eternity Ministries is dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope. The ministry seeks to serve those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's word and share the encouraging testimonies of lives that have been transformed through God's power and grace. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. 
For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175 or visit www.highwaytoeternity.com. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a proud sponsor of SWAT Radio. Hi, I'm Todd Nettleton, and this is the voice of the Martyrs Radio. Kemal grew up in a Hindu family in Nepal, but when his aunt shared the gospel with him, he placed his trust in Christ. Since then, Himal's family has applied significant pressure to stop him from attending church. His father, who works abroad, has repeatedly called and threatened to disown and kick him out of the house. When his father learned that Himal did not celebrate a recent Hindu festival, he told him, you are not my son, but you are a big dog whom I am keeping in my house. Pray for Himal as he is determined to follow Christ regardless of his family's persecution. I will not let my brothers and sisters suffer in silence, nor will I let them serve alone. To join me in prayer for persecuted Christians, go to vomradio.net. 91FM, The Truth. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain Welcome back to SWAT Radio, everyone. David Gray and Brad Sykes, happy to be with you and happy you are with us. And Brad did not let this slip in the break because he wanted me to say anything, but happy birthday, man. Today is your birthday, and so happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. I'm trying to fly under the radar today. It's not It's not working quite well. In fact, I was just sharing. I got a, I got a picture from our good brother, SWAT brother, oftentimes a guest here, uh, Brian Andrew. He, he sends this great-looking picture. So I can say this because I know he's not listening. If he is, he needs to be you know, slapped or something. But <laughs> it's, a, it's a picture of he and his wife, Angel, and another couple. Uh, they're at Nippers Beach Bar in Guanacay, Abaco Islands. Abaco, is that part of the Bahamas? Part of the Bahamas, I think, yeah. yeah. Will, yeah. You know, I'm going to have to really. Although I was absent in geography class that day, so I can't be positive. <laughs> Isn't there scripture about don't cause a brother to stumble? All right, I'm, I'm looking at this picture and I am stumbling all over the place. I'm wishing I was there. Well, no, I'm, I'm, uh, thank you though. And I mentioned in the break, I'll just say it quickly. I don't think he's listening either, but happy birthday also to my son, Kevin. Yes, who is that's right. 31 today. So anyway, Big yeah, day. I, re- I remember it like, it, like it was yesterday Big when day. he was being born, how much my back was hurting just standing there in the hospital room. Uh, <laughs> if my wife's listening, I'm. I'm going to be shunned for, uh, that's a joke. It. That's my old joke, right? I my back it. was killing me while I had to stand there all that time in the hospital room. So. Well, in fact, I, I, while I'm on the air and I'm, you know, we, we always, the reason we do this on Friday, I'm obviously we love doing it, but one of the reasons why is because we've, we've essentially kicked Doug out of the studio on Friday <laughs> so that he would, <laughs> he would be the husband that God has called him to be, which is so he would, uh, you know, romance his wife That's on a right. Friday afternoon That's right. for a walk in the park or mm-hmm. whatever it might be. I'm yeah. kind of rubbing it in, but, <laughs> but Doug called me early this morning, and I couldn't take it because I was, uh, I don't, there, I was at the Jacksonville Business Fellowship or something, or getting ready, or 
something. Anyway, I'm sure he was calling to wish me a happy birthday. I'm so sure he if was. you've tried to call me today and I didn't take your call, it's because I knew why you were calling me. <laughs> no, just kidding. Thank you guys. I appreciate wow. that. Sorry hey, to get off on that tangent, but that's important. It is. So, and it I know is. you wanted to follow up on what we were talking about <laughs> with a few verses from Luke. Yes, you know. So I I mentioned that I, I found it interesting when I look at the path that that part. Maybe it's just a tie-in. Maybe I'm sensitive to the fact that, you know, Paul is standing before King Agrippa. By the way, King Agrippa is kind of a a nothing king. He's a puppet king. <laughs> it, it's more title than it is, you know, any power necessarily. Although he certainly had a a very good understanding of the Jewish customs, and I mean, he appointed the chief. He appointed the priests. Mm, right. He he ordered the the temple worship, and so. He's and of course, as we'll see next week, Paul calls him on the carpet basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, but it made me think about the fact that you know, with all the pomp and circumstance, Paul is ushered in. By the way, Paul didn't have to be at this this show up, this little shindig, as right. I call it. You know, Paul is ushered in. Got all these you know people, all these fancy, high powered, fluting people dressed in all their garb. You know, it's just for them. It's just like a you know, wrestling match or yeah, something. Right. I don't know. I, I have this image of what it is. But I went back to Luke chapter 21. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples in verse twenty in chapter 21, verse 10. He says, Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes and in various places famines and pestilence, and there will be terrors and great signs from heaven. Now, what is that? What do you think of? That's end times. Sure. He's speaking about end times. Verse verse 12, it says, but before all this, I had that underlined in my Bible, before all this. In other words, that hadn't come yet. Mm-hmm. Now, we, Doug, Doug spoke about it on, on Thursday when I after I taught, and I, I kind of agree. I think, well, we're certainly closer than we were yesterday, mm-hmm. so that's not, that's not yep. up for debate. Yep. The question is, do you think we're getting close? I mean, I, I think we're getting real close. I, I, I would say... Yeah, I, my opinion tends to be that we are, but I also know teachers that I respect who can cite verses that make it sound like they think there's still Jesus has a lot to do still yeah, I agree. in men's souls, so we'll see. I agree. So verse 12 says, but before all this, they will lay their hands on you and persecute mm. you. You've been persecuted lately? I haven't been. Um, that's why it makes me think maybe we're not as close as I think mm. we are. Because I think it could get a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Than, well, than it's certainly it worse in other places, that's for sure. No doubt. When Doug tells the story of John Monger, for example. You know, totally. Just... Totally. And uh, so they will lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up, listen to this, to the synagogues and prisons, mm. and you will be brought before kings and governors mm-hmm. for my name's sake. And then this was the verse that just kind of triggered. I mean, I I love the fact that Jesus is saying, hey, because of my name, yeah. as you take my name out there, you're going to get persecuted in the synagogues and in the prisons, and you're going to get you're going to stand before governors and kings. Verse 13, this is so cool. This will be your opportunity to bear witness. Mm. This is going to be your your, your this is going to be your opportunity. Mm. Guys, verse 14, settle it therefore in your minds not to meditate beforehand how to answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. Mm. So here's the thing. 
And you were sharing uh, before we came on the air just an event that happened last night. It kind of triggered you a little bit. And and as we are being sanctified, we often say that, hey, don't (laughs) – I'd be careful a lot of things I say because Mm. I – you know, I, I may say them, but not do them. Right. You know, and when we encounter struggle, uh, we often are angry about that, mm-hmm. as opposed to Jesus says, it may be an opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, that is, right. if we come against somebody who wants to argue with us about truth, it, it may be an opportunity mm-hmm. to say, as Paul did back here to Agrippa in this chapter, I beg you, listen to me patiently. You know, what, what What would conversations be like if we started off like that right, and said, hey, right. David, I'm begging you, <clears throat> yeah. listen to me patiently. Right. And that we answered people, as Proverbs says, with a, with a gentle answer. Exactly. A soft answer to turn away their wrath and their anger. Because yeah. that may be the opportunity right. for you to bear witness that's right. to Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, that's so great. It's kind of Thank what stood out to me. That. Yep. Well, I'll give you first crack then at the next question. What, what, uh, what does it teach us, the passage, about what? teaches us about God and what does it teach us about people? Well, what it teaches, and and I'll answer that in one question, is that, and I've said this before as we've had discussions about Paul, and that is that, you know, Paul is headed to Damascus as an apostle, quote, sent one by the Sanhedrin. Hmm. He comes away as an apostle of Jesus Christ. that's right. You know, the, the before and after. Exactly. Yep. You know, so so what does that say about God? All things are possible. Yeah. And with God, all things are possible. Yeah. What I what, and, and no matter how bad you are, right. no matter how bad your sin is, God is way bigger than that. Yeah. Yep. And I hope that's what we got across earlier when we were talking about truth and and all these issues that are going on. That look, you know. And I know, right, about ourselves, that we are, as Paul would say, the chief of sinners. Mm-hmm. And we know that our our salvation is only because of God's rescue of us. Jesus invaded enemy territory, and he rescued us. And yeah. we we could, he did what we couldn't do for ourselves. Yeah. And and that, my, what I had here about what this teaches us about God is very similar, that that he took Paul, the the chief of sinners. And made him the chief apostle, the yeah. chief ambassador for Christ. I thought of the an old hymn, right, that doesn't get sung that much anymore, probably, To God Be the Glory. There's mm-hmm. a line in it that says, The vilest offender yeah. who truly believes that moment from Jesus a pardon receives. Maybe I have to think about the, mm. the theological order of that a little bit, but <laughs> it, we, we yes. get the gist of it. That, yes. That it does not matter. It does not matter the things that you've done or how bad they are. Yeah. I read, I once read, I think Philip Yancey wrote it. If the gospel is not true for the worst serial killer, it's not true for you and me. Amen. Amen. So, yep. and, 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 and as far as what it teaches us about men in verse 16, right. Or actually verse 18, that Paul would take the message to open their eyes so mm. that they may turn that he, despite the overwhelming evidence that the Jews had that we talked about earlier, the evidence by itself isn't enough. God has to open eyes. Yes, God absolutely. has to draw men to himself, as Jesus said. Yeah. Well, so. for me, it was this, <clears throat> how does it change the way I live? <clears throat> Verse 16 says... 
But rise and stand upon your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you as a servant and witness to the things in which you have seen me and to those in which Allah will appear to you, delivering you from your people and from the Gentiles to whom I am sending you. Where is God sending you today? Yeah. Listen, I'm leaving here. I'm going to go somewhere. Wherever that is, I'm going to encounter people that probably need to know Christ. Yeah. Yep. Give me eyes to see. And I took away from it that God loves us the same way he loves Paul. Yeah. And the same way he loves Jesus. Crazy. Different plans for us, but he were just as valuable as Paul. So don't think you're not. Anyway, we're going to end on that note. Thanks for being with us this week on SWAT Radio. And we look forward to being back on Monday. Brad will be out, but I'll be here with Doug. Have a great weekend. See you.